Oh 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Thursday. The Chol HaMoed listener Ruthie birthday celebration continues. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Sevo el amazer, um sabe el amor. 
יש צרות, דאגות, החיוך נעלם, אחר תראה רק שחור, כי גם זה יעבור, והכל יסתדר, כי השם יעזור. יש תקווה, נשאיר כולנו יחד, יש
J.M. and the A.M. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Amazing music. Great way to communicate with everybody, even on a Cholomoid morning. How do you like that? Thursday on this October 20th, the 18th of Tishrei. It's day three of Cholomoid, day two outside of Israel. And I welcome uh, everybody to this um, Thursday morning broadcast. We are here today and tomorrow... Sunday, Matis will do the Hoshana Rabba Erev Yontif show. Uh, Monday and Tuesday will be off the air. Outside of Israel, it's a holiday both Monday and Tuesday, so we'll be off the air Monday and Tuesday. Back to a regular schedule Wednesday with big announcements, with uh, a lot going on. Had a long, long talk last night with somebody who I believe is going to be a key to our uh, big transition coming up at the beginning of December. And... Um, Everybody out there who is in the New York, New Jersey area, who does not already listen on the web, on the app, through archives, etc., etc., we're going to go through a, a bunch of uh, great informational sessions on these airwaves and get you to come with us at the beginning of December to the uh, exclusive home of JM and the AM, which is, of course, the Nahum Siegel Network. And boy, are we excited about it, and we are ready to... Schlep you along. We are ready to enthusiastically take you with us. <laughs> so get ready. Get ready for an amazing transition. Um, but you heard Aryeh Kunstler. He was um, performing Moda'ani. Yafya Fisa done by Shalshelis Jr. Daddy had Lacha Etain. Dedicating that to those who are spending the day traversing the Holy Land. Benny Friedman's Yesh Tikva Lamelech done by Ohad, Mordechai Shapiro's Har Mitzvah, part of the Cholamoid listener Ruthie birthday celebration, which apparently just continues and continues. I don't know how long it's going to go. I'll find out, though. I'll find out till when it's going to go. Regesh and Modani opening things up, and we, of course, say good morning. 28 minutes before 7 o'clock with 63 degrees, 70% humidity, winds in northeast at 9 miles an hour. Afternoon showers with a high of 71 then tonight. Cloudy skies, low 66. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high temperature, 73 degrees. Yushalayim is at 77. We're at 63 here in Jersey City, waking up on a Thursday morning Cholamoid. We'll check out some of the um, uh, Cholamoid activities, go through some of those, find out what's happening today, tomorrow, Sunday, etc. In fact, I think Ding's going to join us in hour number three this morning, just to talk about what's happening tonight in Teaneck. Big show tonight in Teaneck, New Jersey, which we'll discuss on the airwaves. So we'll have that for you coming up. And um, uh, JewishTickets.com, of course, has information about all this, all the flyers and information uh, uh, regarding the concerts. Also, uh, tomorrow, uh, under normal circumstances, Fridays is weekly update time here at uh, JM in the AM. Malcolm Honline, Executive Vice Chairman of the Conference of Presidents of Major American Jewish Organizations. I was told yesterday that Malcolm will not be able to join us tomorrow. He will not be able to join us tomorrow. We'll get back to a regular weekly update schedule next week. Erev Shabbos Bracious here at JM in the AM. And I know many people are anxious to hear his take on the very deep and involved discussion of foreign policy that took place last night in Las Vegas. At the presidential debate, well, that'll have to wait. We'll have to just conjecture on our own for now and read other sources and get other opinions regarding that 
fascinating conversation that just that just had me. Had me. Had me all the way through the post game show. <laughs> I couldn't get enough of it, I'll tell you. It is just unbelievable. Uh, anyway, so his opinion uh, for us a week from tomorrow. Erev Shabbos Bracious here at JM in the AM. And um, we'll see if we can make contact with Michael Fragan, our, our man who's always thinking about Washington, uh, either today or tomorrow, and get, uh, get some reaction from him regarding the uh, third great debate. JM in the AM at 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Plenty more coming up. Keep it right here. This comes from Omek Hadavar. Uh, yeah, we'll get to Omekadavar in a moment, I think. Here it is, Omekadavar at JM in the AM.
Ohad with Segula, you heard Simcha Liner and Ba'ata Marum. Hafachta done by Das. Ravremo with Kapara. Omek Hadavar's Mekor Chaim. 7 o'clock in the morning, it's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM Dial Broadcasting Live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course, on the NSN app. Make sure you have the NSN app. Make sure you have our listen line. Make sure you have a computer. Make sure you have whatever you need. Stay tuned in to us uh, during this big time of transition. Galitzal Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next to JMN. Galitzal Ashashtayim, Kanran Yovnai, Imashikoyachshav. הודעה לפרסום, סוכת פיגוע רב נפגעים באולם אירועים בבאר שבע, כתבנו טל אברהם. בראש החוליה עמד מחמוד אבו טאה, תושב חן יונס, שהיה לו ראשון מסחר בישראל. הוא נעצר במעבר ארז בחקירת השב"כ עלה, כי הוא גויס על ידי הג'יהאד האיסלאמי, על מנת לבצע פיגוע רב נפגעים באולם אירועים בדרום, שבו עבדו שלושה פלסטינים תושבי עזה, שניים מהם שב"חים, שגויסו לבצע את הפיגוע. עוד עלה כי אבו טאה תכנן לחטוף ולרצוח יושב ראש הקואליציה דוד ביטן אומר כי פירוק תאגיד השידור הציבורי יחסוך למדינה למעלה משני מיליארד שקלים, כתבנו מיכאל שמש. במסמך שמפרסם יושב ראש הקואליציה הוא מפרט את היתרונות הכלכליים שבסגירת תאגיד השידור הציבורי. לפי החישוב של ביטן, המדינה תחסוך למעלה משני מיליארד שקלים במהלך ותמנע פיטורי מאות עובדים. ביטן גם מציין שידרוש הפחתה של עשרות שקלים באגרת הרדיו המשולמת כיום יחד עם אגרת הרישוי, וצפויה להתייקר בעתיד. מוקדם יותר התנגד השר דרעי להצעתו של חבר הכנסת ביטן, הוא שוחח עם ספי עובדיה ויועז הנדל. התחלנו במהלך של תאגיד, צריכים להמשיך אותו. אני לא בעד לפרק אותו, ואני לא בעד לשנות את זה. אם תבוא הצעה לשנות את זה, ואני לא אשתכנע, אנחנו נצביע נגד. אני לא... אין פה משמעת קואליציונית. אלפים מפגינים בשעה זו בעצרת בעמונה וקוראים למנוע את הפינוי. מדווח כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. תחת הכותרת כולנו עמונה אנחנו כאן כדי להישאר מפגינים בשעות האחרונות אלפי בני אדם בדרישה למנוע את פינויו של היישוב בעוד חודשיים. לאחר שצעדו מעופרה לעמונה בשעה הקרובה תיארך עצרת בהשתתפות השרים יובל שטייניץ ואורי אריאל וכן חברי כנסת נוספים וראשי מועצות מרחבי יהודה ושומרון. שלושה קטינים תושבי לוד נעצרו בחשד ליידוי אבנים לעבר רכבים נוסעים בכביש 40 סמוך לצומת גינתון. הם יובאו היום להארכת מעצר בבית משפט השלום בראשון לציון. תקלה נוספת ממפעל כרמל אולפינים במפרץ חיפה בפעם השנייה בתוך שבוע, כתבנו בחיפה קובי מנדל. הלהבה הגדולה שכבר הפכה מוכרת שוב נראתה במפרץ חיפה לפני הצהריים ומקורה במפעל כרמל אולפינים והיא תראה לעוד כמה שעות, זאת בשל תקלה נוספת בשבועות האחרונים. המשרד להגנת הסביבה מסר כי הוא רואה בחומרה את המעשה ונציגיו נמצאים בשטח ופועלים לצמצום השימוש בחומרי גלם. מהמפעל נמסר כי הלפיד הופעל למנוע שרפתם של גזים עודפים. מנהלי המפעל זומנו לשימוע שייערך בשבוע הבא. המשטרה עצרה את אירועיה של פעוטה בת שנה מהיישוב לקיה שהגיעה לבית החולים סורוקה כשהיא ללא רוח חיים. כתבתנו הדס שטייף. מותה של התינוקת בת השנה מלקיה הביא למעצרם אמש של הוריה. בחקירה ראשונית על החשש לשיבוש הליכי חקירה ורשלנות. זאת בעקבות עדויות סותרות שנתנו ההורים לחוקרי המשטרה לעניין נסיבות מותה של הפעוטה. אמש הובאה הפעוטה לבית חולים סורוקה בבאר שבע. למרות מאמצי הרופאים, מתה הפעוטה. בשעה הקרובה יובאו ההורים להארכת מעצרם בבית משפט השלום בבאר שבע, והחקירה בעיצומה. מזג האוויר ללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורכת רון לביוט.
say, I say, it's time to be joyful. I say, I say, it's time to be thankful. I say, I say, it's time to build our circle. Oh, I say, I say, let's shake our loving. I say, I say, right with our slogan. I say, I say, it's time for Dalit Minim. Oh, Ooh. 
שצריך להתגבר מאוד כחול, כחול
in the AM Thursday morning on this whole Hamoid morning. Poseach comes from uh, Mo Shapiro. Yaakov Shweki's Achsameach. Suk is medley done by the uh, cast of Welcome Back Yom Tov. Uncle Moishi's Assay, and we'll get to the uh, concert information coming up. Rogers Park, Suk is falling off of the Magid CD here at JM in the AM. 7.30 in the morning, Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echanish Masar of Zevin, Rabbi and Esther Basar, Rabbi Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. The Simchas Beis HaShoeva took place during the days of Cholomoid in the times of the Beis HaMikdosh. This was the ceremony of drawing the water, the libations on the Mizbeach that the Kahanim used to carry out. The service was accompanied by the playing of various musical instruments. It was also accompanied by the singing of Shiras Vesishpochos LaShem, praises and songs to Hashem. Chazal tell us in Masech Sukkah, that one who never witnessed the Simchas Beis HaShoeva never saw true Simcha in his life. The term Simchas Beis HaShoeva is derived from Yeshayo, where the Pasuk states, Ushaftem Maim Besoson, you shall draw water with joy. The Talmud Yerushalmi explains that the ceremony was a source of Ruach HaKodesh, the Divine Spirit, for the Shekhinah only dwells in the midst of happiness. Even though we're commanded to be besimcha every Yom Tov, there is a unique feature to the Simcha of the days of Sukkos. The Mishnah details the many special precious objects that were used during the ceremony of the Simcha's Pesach Sha'eva. The Talmud relates how the earlier Hasidim, the men of great deeds, would dance in front of them with torches of light in their hands. The Imreyesh asks, What was this Rikud? What was the importance of the dance? He explains that when a person dances, he displays a desire to lift himself up, to get a little bit off the ground, to distance himself from materialism. Even though his foot immediately falls back to the ground, he raises his other foot, then the first again, back and forth, to signify his aspiration to raise himself higher. In a similar vein, we read in Tehillim, pay tests. When its waves rise, you calm them. The Zoyer comments on the use of the word Sishabchem, indicating an expression of praise. Hashem praises the waves of the sea for lifting themselves up in their desire to return to their source in the upper spheres. It is known that prior to the creation of the world, all the waters of the world were in the upper spheres, and then during creation, Hashem divided the upper waters and the lower waters. These lower waters, the waves of the sea, wish to elevate themselves and to cling to their Creator. And for this, they are deserving of Hashem's praise. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a good night.
לפחות שבזכותך שלח ינון משיחך. אנו לפניך מבקשים, קוראים אליך בתחינה ממעמקים. אני מאמין שרים כולם בניך באחדות עולם. בך נפתח עד שתשלח לנו משיח. ואף אף פי שיתממיה, מתי יבוא?
J.M. in the A.M. That's Barry Weber, who you have an opportunity to see tonight in Teaneck, New Jersey. I'll give you those details in a minute. David Gabay before that. Baruch Levine opened up that set. J.M. in the A.M. Cholamoid edition. With 63 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high temperature of 71. How you doing, everybody? Welcome, and thanks for joining us. Tonight, 8th Day and Barry Weber are together starting at 7.30 p.m. at the Teaneck Jewish Center. That's on Sterling Place in Teaneck. Uh, you can go to jewishtickets.com. The uh, poster's up there. All the information is there. Eighth day, Barry Weber. They are together. Uh, Teaneck Jewish Center tonight. We'll have more details on that com- and coming up because um, Ding is going to join us here at JMN. Your Achmiel Begun, Miami Boys Choir. They've got the big show tonight in Brooklyn College. Miami, the Miami Five, the Choir of Unity, Baruch Levine, Simcha Liner, Nachas, Eli Begun, Yochi Brishman Orchestra, all together in a Cholomite Sukkis Thursday night. That's happening starting at 7.45 tonight at Brooklyn College. Go to jewishtickets.com for information on that one. Uh, the Cholomoid Sukkah Cruise takes place today at 3 p.m. Again, jewishtickets.com for reservations 347-326-4546. That starts at 3 p.m. with boarding at 2.30 at Pier Number 7 in Brooklyn. Again, details on the uh, site, jewishtickets.com. And Chol Hamania. Uh, Uncle Maishi and the Twins from France, the Mitzvah Circus, the Bubble Mania Show, all together today in Brooklyn at the Millennium Master Theater on Brighton Beach Avenue in Brooklyn. That'll begin at 2 p.m. That'll begin at 2 p.m., one show only for Brooklyn, New York. That is happening later today in Lakewood tomorrow. Uncle Maishi and company are in Lakewood tomorrow with the Twins from France, etc. Tavares Simcha Hall on Oak Street in Lakewood. That is happening tomorrow. And then Queens throws Shana Rabba at Congregation Shari Tova on Lefferts Boulevard. That happens this coming Sunday. Showtime at 12 noon on Hoshana Rabba with Uncle Maishi, the twins from France, Cousin Nachum and Chaim, Mitzvah Circus, and much, much more. Go to jewishtickets.com. Information about all of this. All the shows are up there. And get set to enjoy. JM and AM, if you want to comment on our app, we welcome that. Uh, someone asked if the Yaakov Shweki song that we played is a brand new one. It is not. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, oh, in fact, we can get to a more recent brand new Yaakov Shweki song. Why not? That's a good idea. Uh, we welcome your comments on the app. If you don't have the NSN app, make sure to install it. Then listen all day long. You'll be very happy you did. Great Cholomoid Sukkis music all through the day today on the app, the NSN app. We preempt all of our programming during Cholomoid. Present JM in the AM and JM Sunday, uh, and maybe another show or two that I'm not thinking of this moment uh, in the, you know as a regular program. But then uh, when we have a um, a Cholomoid day. You get an opportunity to hear amazing music all through the day. So make sure you have the NSN app and comment away. We love when you do that. Here's Yaakov Shweki at JM in the AM. Started out as slaves 
the motherland and they can be crusade. It's been so many years crying, so many tears, don't you know, don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith, we are found standing strong. The Spanish Inquisition wanted us to bow. But our backs ain't gonna bend, never then and never now. It's been so many years crying, so many tears, don't you know, don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith, we are found standing strong. We are a miracle. We was a man, but the few who carried on live familiar to our God. It's been so many years, crying so many tears, don't you know, don't you really know? We are pushed to the ground through our faith, we are found standing strong. We are a miracle. אנו מגיעים בצער רב על פטירתו של מרן הראשון לציון, מועצת חכמי התורה, הגאון הרב 
Jam in the AM at a minute before 8 o'clock. Cholomoid Thursday. I thank you for tuning in. Uh, Fridays, we usually have the weekly update. Malcolm Holmline has uh, contacted us that he will not be able to join us tomorrow because of the Yom Tov schedule, or the Cholomoid schedule, I should say. Uh, so that's not going to happen. Our apologies. Uh, we will resume with the weekly update. One week from tomorrow, Erev Shabbos Bracious here at JM and the AM, so keep that in mind. And for those of you who are uh, desperate to hear Malcolm's take on the third presidential debate, that's going to have to wait a week. Anyway, that's the uh, that's the story. Uh, it's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Around the world on the web, jmnam.org, and of course on the NSN app.
days, and with tears they pray to heaven for their precious little gem. May the Torah always be the sweet behind Revanashem. But as the boy grows older and Gemara leaves his day, that passion for his Torah learning slowly fades away. For he struggles with each sugya, and he tires from despair. If Gemara is so challenging, doesn't even pay to care. The make it sweet for us again, like the honey that we tasted years before. Because each word is ours to
Let's go. 
J.M. in the A.M. there, Do Lake. Uh, that's from Shlomo Simcha, brand new single. Uh, before that, Maharev not done by Baruch Levine and Simcha Liner. You hit David Lowy with Ain Od Milvado. Simcha Liner had Prozdor in there. J.M. in the A.M. with 63 degrees, afternoon showers, and a high temperature of 71. We've been treated some good weather so far this year. This will be the, uh, I guess we'd call it the first challenging day weather-wise. But it, I think it may end up being better than we thought. Originally, we thought it would be raining all day long. Uh, Ding will join us a few minutes from now to talk about one of the Cholomoid events that are going on. Well, more than one, probably, <laughs> that are going on today and plenty more. Thanks for listening in and being part of this. Don't forget, you have to have the NSN app. Make sure your phone, your Android or iPhone, has the NSN app. So you, can continue to listening, you can continue listening to us constantly, all the time. Um... Even after our big transition coming up in December. If you don't have the NSN app for Android or iPhone, make sure to get it. You can comment on the app about anything happening during our show. The app is a great resource for wonderful Sukkis music, Cholamoid music all through the day. So you can listen in and just enjoy. Um, check out the NSN app and... Uh, And really uh, enjoy the experience. Simple as that. J.M. and the A.M. Plenty more coming up on this um, a Thursday Cholhamoid morning. Including this one from Shlomo Katz.
J.M. and the A.M. with um, Shlomo Katz. From the Likrat Shabbat album, that's Proke. 23 minutes after 8 o'clock. Well, our man, if he's not in Washington, his uh, mind is certainly very often on Washington and many other uh, political geographic areas. Uh, he is Michael Fragan. He's host of Spin Class on regular Thursday. Spin Class on regular Thursdays here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Today, obviously, an exception since it's Holomoid. We have our music uh, going all through the day. Uh, but he'll return next Thursday with Spin Class, and you could imagine you could imagine how closely he's watching what happened, or he watched what happened last night in Las Vegas. Michael Fragan, Moadim Simcha, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning. Chagib was waiting about Sasson, and my mind was on Vegas. Yeah, your mind was more on Vegas than on Washington. Uh, your mind was on the big gamble that the American people are about to take. <laughs> I think so, that's an accurate description there. Um, you know what's funny, and I wonder, first of all, one of the things that's that's funny is that I... I and I am envisioning in my mind as I'm watching this debate last night, and I remember this because my mother was sick at the time, uh, back in August of 2015, and I remember where, where she was in the hospital. I actually watched one of the first debates of the entire Republican field. Remember, remember when it was a big Republican field? And do you, I do. Do you realize that was 15 months ago? 15 months ago. I, I think I've said this, Malcolm. Our election season is ridiculously long. It's just unbelievable. Fifteen months ago, with all those people on stage, and that's where the whole process began, and it seems like uh, the must-watch TV just continued all the way until last night. We're two weeks plus before the election. I don't know if it's just me, but I got the feeling again last night that nobody knows what they're talking about. I got the feeling that, um, that, the, that the positions and the plans... And the policies are just all over the place. Did you get that type of feeling? Well, I think it was better than the than the previous debate uh, on a lot of levels. I said I thought Sharp Trump was sharper. I thought Hillary was sharper, and I thought the moderator was sharper. So all three, I thought this was a much better debate than number two. I think it was a better debate number one. Of the three, I thought this was the best one. I think Trump actually started off very decently. But um, all anybody's going to remember was the close when he said when he did not roll out, not accepted the election, which mm. is unprecedented in American politics. I don't know. I, uh, I, I maybe I maybe I didn't think it was an, as outrageous a statement as um, as so many others thought, and I know it became the headlines all around the world. But uh, yeah, he he so easily could have just said. You know, of course, I'll accept the <laughs> I'll accept the decision of the American people, or you know, with great, great exception. You know, under under every normal circumstance, ninety nine percent of the time, of course, I'll accept it. He could have done that so easily. I don't know why he didn't. It just goes to show you should always leave yourself an out. Never yeah. say never. Never say always. Right. Never give an absolute. You know, but you know, he has this idea that somehow, you know, if he keeps everybody in suspense and he keeps everybody excited. That he is gonna, that's a winning formula for him. And so therefore he's everything to do to be unconventional, he's gonna do. It's almost as if he, 
you know, in this debate, you know, he took a pill or two that kept him focused for the first half, and then he lost it, and then it wore off. Because towards the end, I mean, the outburst about the nasty woman, uh, I mean, there were just a number of Trump outbursts that you just didn't need. And he just did, he, oh, and it goes to show along the way here, Trump's wounds are self-inflicted. It's almost, it, had Hillary t- taken a vacation uh, for the last couple months, she would also be doing fine. Because she hasn't been running such a great campaign. She hasn't been so effective. Uh, the, the WikiLeaks emails, you know, have been generally pretty devastating. The FBI situation is pretty devastating. It would be for any other candidate. But she has basically managed to keep the focus on Trump. Actually, I should say, Trump has managed to keep the focus on Trump. Michael Fragan with us. Someone pointed out last night that uh, any of the reputable Republican candidates would, would, would likely be winning at this point. I, I took a count the other day when I was thinking about it, probably the first night of took as we were talking about it, and I, I, I think seven at least would beat, uh, would beat Hillary pretty handily, um, I think. I mean, I mean, when I say handily, there's no, you, you know, it's electoral, electoral college, right. not necessarily winning by 20 percentage points, right. but I think they would have been beating her. Um, she's a very weak candidate. She's a very flawed candidate. Most of America does not like her. But most of America likes him less. Yeah, that's for sure. Michael Fragan with us via telephone. Is there anything? Now, I know that there are a lot of surprises that that could arise because plenty of surprises have, of course, uh, come forward in the last few weeks. But is there anything that we should be paying careful attention to over the next couple of weeks? Or essentially, is it over? Essentially, is this uh, going to be likely the greatest landslide since, I don't know, uh, since uh, the second Reagan election? I don't think we're headed for that. And there, the number of reasons why the country is very polarized, it's very, very, it's very, very, very difficult. Remember, Reagan won every state except for one, except for Mondale's home state of Minnesota. Right. So, yes, you could say that there, that it should be a landslide. It's kind of, if she falls short, it's, it's you know, she's not, she doesn't have a mandate, but... The country is very, very polarized. I mean, what you could see here is certain red states, such as Utah, such as Georgia, such as Arizona, slipping out of the Republican column for the first time in a long time. Right. Uh, that, you know, it's not a landslide a la Reagan, and, but it, it, would be, it could be a very decisive or, for the Republicans, devastating election. And it could harm the Republicans down ballot, in particular, with the Senate. I would say right now, if you had to look, Republicans are poised to lose the Senate. And it's a very difficult landscape right now with Trump at the top of the ticket. Also, every Republican right now is going to have to decide whether they're with Trump or against Trump on accepting the results of the election. It's a very difficult place that he put everybody in. Um, Do you think it's possible, just uh, like Arizona and Utah are now, you know, Real toss-ups, if not going to the Democrats, is it possible that you know a state like Texas? Because I heard this actually discussed last night that a state like Texas, if things break the right way, could actually go Democratic. Is that possible in your opinion? I, look, anything's possible in this race. I mean, is it possible that? Well, I won't. I won't go there. But I think anything is possible in this race. I don't want to play Dosky. I think it's unlikely that Texas, in the end, will vote for a Democrat. Um, you know, one of the reasons that Utah is up for grabs is because the presence of a Mormon third-party candidate, Evan McMullen, 
who polls very strongly, who's very well suited for Utah, and a lot of disaffected Republicans are not going to vote for Hillary, but they will vote for a guy like Evan McMullen. One of the, you know, Arizona is also a changing demographic uh, as well, you know, heavy Latino. And, you know, that, that's, that's a kind of where we're headed. Texas just doesn't have that right now. And I think it's hard to see a state as large as Texas changing in that way. Right. But, you know, you could see, I mean, the, the, what you want to look for here is, is there a single state that was competitive, that, that should have been competitive, that Trump should have won, that he's going to win? And right now, you're kind of looking at none. And remember, when we started this general election, there was this talk that Trump is going to rewrite the election map, mm-hmm. that he's going to put states in play that were... Yeah, even New, York, even, even New York, some people dreamt about, right? Yeah, it's kind of the opposite, in right. fact, that Trump is rewriting the electoral map, but it's a, it, in a way that doesn't benefit Republicans. Yeah. He's, rewriting the, he's rewriting the electoral map in a way that benefits the Democrats, because he has alienated everybody except for white men and non-college educated white women. He polls very, very poorly every place else. Now, there are the people, there is this theory out there that all the polling is wrong and that a lot of Trump supporters are just embarrassed to be Trump supporters and they're not telling the pollsters the truth and that there's this silent majority out there of Trump supporters. Um, You know, it's probably time at this point for some of them to start coming out of the shadows uh, if he's going to have a chance of winning. Yeah, and there are probably not enough of them anyway. I, I don't believe that theory, but there is such a theory out there. I heard it in Shul this morning. Yeah, but even if it exists, I'm saying I don't even think there are enough people in that category to make a difference. Well, look, you know, one thing is turnout. I mean, remember, a one, the one thing you have to be nervous about, especially if you're Hillary and you're looking at the front runner and she's ahead, you have to be nervous about turnout. You have to be nervous that people get complacent, that people think she's headed for a landslide, as you said, of, of 1984 Reagan proportions. And they say, you know what? I don't like the process anyway. I don't like her. I don't like him. It doesn't matter. So therefore, I'm not going to vote. And that actually would, would make a difference if the turnout is so depressed because of the depressing nature of this general election that, that it, it, people end up not voting. Have you heard anything about the Jewish vote of note? Anything aside from what typically happens where, I don't know, somewhere between 75 and 80 percent is going to go Democratic in a national election? Is it, has you, have you learned anything about the Jewish vote in this country over the last month that's noteworthy? I think one thing that is noteworthy is the total lack of focus in you know, the, two, the three states that matter, meaning Pennsylvania, Ohio, and Florida, that the Trump campaign has basically put no effort, resources, or focus on the Jewish vote in those states. There's been no targeted effort whatsoever that anybody has been able to find, which is very surprising because you would think that a little bit of micro-targeting actually could swing a certain amount of voters. Obviously, we know that Hillary is not necessarily beloved in sub-segments of the Jewish community, and there are ways to go ahead and extract some votes there. But there just has been a total lack of that, there's been no Trump surrogates that have gone, you know, to court the Jewish vote. His family hasn't gone. Ivanka, who is Jewish, has not done any Jewish events. There just really hasn't been anything, which is remarkable because the Republicans had poured over last election cycles have poured a lot of resources 
into those states, into the Jewish community in those states. Now, you want to take Pennsylvania out because Republicans generally don't win there, but at least Florida and Ohio, you would have figured that. To me, that is a significant story. And, you know, that could have ramifications for a Marco Rubio, um, you know, who, who might end up with less of the Jewish vote than he might otherwise have gotten. Right. Uh, it's interesting. What you just described, I think, has had an effect on the Democratic campaign as well. I think they've also been more lackadaisical when it's come to the Jewish community, maybe because they see their opponent not taking it too seriously. Yes. I, look, if you're, if you're looking at it from a Democratic strategist point of view, you're thinking, okay, we're safe here. We're not threatened with the Jewish vote. There's nobody out there doing big Jewish events in, in Palm Beach County, in Boca Raton. Nobody's going around to the different you know, condos, to Century Village, to round up voters. So we don't have to worry. We, we know that, as you said, 75 to 80 percent of the Jews are reliably democratic. Trump has his own liabilities. We'll let him, you know, we'll let him deal with that. And, yeah, I mean, there has been very little of competition for the Jewish vote. There's a lot been written about, you know, but you so much, so much of it, interestingly enough, focuses on what's going on in Israel yeah. and efforts to court uh, expat Jews from swing states in Israel. <laughs> I will tell you as a campaign professional, it's a lot more expensive to do that than to actually go, you know, if you want to go per capita expenditure, it's a lot easier to go to a single building in Miami Beach and, and try and court Jews there than it is to go to Carnation Road to find a couple Jews there. Oh, you are so right. And boy, that really, that really sets it straight. Uh, Michael Fragan, I thank you for joining us. Spin class normally on Thursdays, everybody at 9.30 Eastern time. Next couple of weeks going to be very exciting as we watch this uh, whole uh, election finally come to an end. And it, it, It's actually two weeks from Tuesday. Two or, or, you know, so think about it. It's really, really close. Election day is almost here, and it's almost over for those of you who are really at this point fed up with this entire process. I can say that again. Thank you, Michael. Have a wonderful yontif. You too, Nachum. Thank you. Michael Fragan here on a JM in the AM uh, Thursday morning. Kol Hamoid. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. This process is almost over. Unbelievable. Uh, JM in the AM at 23 minutes before 9 o'clock. Well, those of you who have been wondering, is there something on a Kol Hamoid Thursday night in New Jersey that might strike my fancy not my fancy meaning your fancy is there something that would well it would, it would strike mine also i'm just not going to be around tonight but <laughs> is there something happening in new jersey tonight that would strike your fancy in the world of jewish music to answer that question and many other cholamoid questions the one and only ding of suki and ding is with us live via telephone ding a simcha to you sir and thanks for joining us at jm and your operator oh sorry about that hang on Oh, did I miss him? All righty. We'll wait for Ding to reconnect with us, and then we will uh, take it from there. Hmm. Not quite sure what happened there, but we'll check it out. Maybe I'll give it a shot now. Ding, can I welcome you now to JM in the AM? Hey, how are you? There he is. So the big question is, is there anything that would strike a Jewish music aficionado's fancy happening in New Jersey on this Thursday night Cholamoid? Tonight, that's the big question, and Ding has the answer to that question and many other Cholamoid questions on this Thursday morning. Moadim l'simcha to you, Ding. Welcome back to JM in the AM. To you too, to you too. So last night, there was yeah. an amazing concert in Baltimore. Ah! Uh, it was beautiful. It was uh, eighth day. Nice. Together with Barry Weber. 
That's the lineup we'll see in Jersey tonight. That's the point. Now you got it. <laughs> uh, eighth Day, who have a an amazing following, and Barry Weber, who is uh, uh, one of today's uh, great singers. They're going to be together tonight. Teaneck Jewish Center, Sterling Place in Teaneck, New Jersey. What do people need to know about ticket availability, about going to Bergen County tonight and enjoying this show? Well, they got to know that uh, it's just going to be a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Not what I would call the most serious concert in the world. <laughs> you want to come for a couple of hours and have a great time. I highly recommend it. Oh, so and, eighth and days. I'm not, and I'm not saying that because it's my concert. You understand that. Eighth day is going to have their humorous side on tonight, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, eighth day and Barry Weber tonight at the Teaneck Jewish Center on Sterling Place in Teaneck begins at 7.30. JewishTickets.com has all the information. JewishTickets.com has all the info. And you can info. pick it up, the, right, you can pick it up in the Cedar Market in Teaneck, uh, Evergreen in Muncie, or Kosher Connection in Passaic Clifton. All right, very good. Uh, all right, so that's one thing people need to know about tonight. Right. Eighth day and it's, by the way, you know, they're, they're a West Coast centric group. They're not always available here in this area, Ding. People have to take advantage, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> Don't think they're always going to be around here. They, they spend most well, of their time in the L.A. area. That they do. Yeah. And um, like I said, they were in Baltimore last night, and it was it was really rocking. And, uh, I, uh, you know, I live in New York, and I get I get phone calls how nice it was. So They brought the house down, huh? Yes. How was Yantif? Good? Baruch Hashem. Yantif was beautiful. And boy, was it beautiful weather-wise, huh? My gosh. Two perfect Unbelievable. days. Unbelievable. Just perfection. Did they have soda yeah. where you were, Ding? <laughs> yeah, we went to that. Yeah, we had soda and soda and soda. <laughs> plenty of soda, huh? No food, not plenty of soda. <laughs> Chol Hamania comes to Brooklyn today. The twins from France join Uncle Maishi and the Bubble Mania show, plus the Mitzvah Circus starring Cousin Nachum and Chaim. It's all happening today at the Millennium Master Theater in Brooklyn, New York. And that begins at 2 p.m. You're set for a big show there, Ding. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow they're in Lakewood. That's right. Twins from France, Uncle Maishi, and the entire cast will be in Lakewood at 613 Oak Street at Tiferes Simcha Hall. That happens tomorrow, Friday, Cholomoid. And then the annual Hoshana Rabba show is going to be at 12 noon this coming Sunday in Queens. Again, Uncle Maishi, the Twins from France, and all the uh, lineup. Uh, at Congregation Shari Tova on Lefferts Boulevard in Queens. Information about everything we're discussing in this conversation is available if you go to jewishtickets.com, including the information regarding 8th Day and Barry Weber tonight in Bergen County. So you have one resource, one one-stop shop for all people's needs for Cholomoy. What would we do without jewishtickets.com? I don't know. That would be a good question. Mm-hmm. How are they doing over there? Selling a lot of tickets? You know what? If you if you go online and you you, you see the you know each order number has an order number, right? right? So like if if you know in ten minutes it'll go from you know forty to eighty. You know it's it's I'm guess I'm gonna guess it's probably about twenty tickets a minute. Well, there you go. Yeah, from all the events that are happening. There you go. A lot of lot of stuff out there. All right, then good luck uh, and send our regards to Uncle Maishi. And tonight, enjoy Eighth Day and Barry Weber at the Teaneck Jewish Center. Thank you very much. Have a great one. Talk a pleasure. Ma'adim Simchan. Have a wonderful Yantav. Speaking of Eighth Day.
sirens, midnight crying won't keep me on the floor. When I can't heal that wound that feels like you can't take much more. Keep it calm beneath, let your smile speak, 'cause I know this for sure. Rumors flying, the river's drying, but we still got one more. The helping hand that sticks around when faith is kept so pure. The clock that ticks won't play their tricks like so many times before. Keep it calm beneath.
My brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. For listeners, sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 in the FM dial, broadcasting live in the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org, and of course on the NSN app. Wraps up a Thursday, Cholomoy. Tomorrow, no weekly update, but plenty to speak about as we have our Erev Shabbos show, Erev Shabbos Cholomoy program. Make sure to be tuned in all through the morning right here 
at JM in the AM. Um, NSN app gives you amazing music all day long on our stream at jmtheam.org. And on the NSN app, so make sure to be tuned in for a Cholomoid Thursday and enjoy. And we're back tomorrow starting at 6 a.m. Till then, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.